Hello, hello, it's Lindy, and I am here today on the Blessed and Obsessed podcast. I am super excited to bring you today's episode. It's our very first on-air interview. So today we're going to be talking about limiting beliefs and overcoming who you believe you are and growing into something that you can only dream about right now. Without further ado, let's jump right on in. I've got Jonna Johnson here today to talk about overcoming limiting beliefs. So I'm just going to go ahead and start right now. Jonna, tell me a little bit about you. Well, I am Jonna Johnson and I'm 31 years old and I'm currently proud to say I'm in the best shape of my life at 31. Are you a, a runner? I am a runner. So you're Johnna Johnson runner. Runner. What in the world? What life is this? So last year in January, would you say that you were Johnna Johnson runner? I would have laughed at the thought of that. The thought of running would have made me cringe. And it's just crazy to even think back how I used to be. So... When, okay, so your limiting belief was I'm not a runner. So what, where did that come from? What made you believe that you were not a runner? Oh, let's see. Um, Well, my crazy sister, you, decided that you were going to have a 5K. And I was like, oh, yay, I can help sign people up and do other things. And you're like, no, you're going to run it. And I was like, you're crazy. No, I'm not going to run it. I hate cardio I hate anything that has to do with exercise and fit and healthy and that's just crazy talk and you were like oh it will mean the world to me please (laughs) so pretty much from you begging is the reason that I started running but um I would say that the first two months of running I hated every step that I took okay but after that I experienced something more supernatural about running and it relieved my stress and I felt better and I was able to achieve goals each time and I realized that I can do hard things. I can be a runner. Awesome. I love that. I love that it was my begging that (laughs) made this shift or that helped this shift. You did all the hard work yourself. Um, So when you were younger you were never a runner when you were in high school you were never a runner I mean I um whenever we had cheerleading practice and we had to run laps you made me run laps because you were my captain um and whenever at one point in time I was going to train for the air force I tried to run but I never did more than a mile at a time ever okay in 31 years 31 years uh, in 31 years okay awesome so your limiting belief was you were not a runner and then we figured out what changed was somebody <laughs> giving you the motivation so but what else changed what what clicked with you besides the never-ending nagging of an older sister to get out there and run or to be healthier what really clicked like what was the mental shift that gave you the inspiration to really do something that you didn't think you could do? I'm very competitive with myself, and I think that seeing that I could break records um, with myself mainly 
it became more of a challenge. So can I go out here and run faster? Can I go out here and run longer? That's became um, the, the main thing that I love about running is going after the, the goals that I set. I've never been a goal setter ever. I've always been, you know, fly by the seat of my pants and let's just do this and do that. But actually setting goals and achieving them and the satisfaction that I got from that is is what drove me. Awesome. And to my mental state, I think that it helped my anxiety and um, just letting off steam. Uh, I didn't realize how much working out and running would help my stress level. Awesome. So let's talk about your anxiety. What did anxiety look like for you this time last year? Um, I, I don't, I don't really know. Was it, was it an overwhelming? Yes. Very, very overwhelming. Um, I worry about the littlest things and the biggest things and all the things in between. All the things, yes, so, all the things. But now, okay, last year on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate your anxiety with like 10 being the worst? Um, 10 being I can't get out of bed. Yeah, I was never, I've never been I can't get out of bed. It's more of a mental warfare within myself. Probably, you know, a 7 on my worst days. Okay, and today, what would you score yourself on my best days, like a one to two. Mm-hmm. And on an average day? On an average day, probably um, probably a four or five. I'm still, I still have some anxiety. But that's a shift. That's something, but, if yeah, you're looking at big, that. It's a big shift. That's a 25% less. I will say this. If I do not run, my anxiety is much higher. Okay. And there's actually... There's actually a chemical reason. There are endorphins that over time they increase and they they make you happier and they help with those stress hormones and they help to level out the things that bring anxiety into your life. So what you're telling me is you have felt the effects, the positive effects of the mental stability that running and fitness routines bring. Absolutely, yes. If I do not go at least every other day or five times a week now I can feel it in my being it's just I I need it awesome I love hearing that from somebody else so was there a heart or a mindset shift that happened between you not being a runner and today where you are a runner what has the heart shift or the mindset shift what has that really looked like for you I would say the biggest um, shift for me personally was I had a circle that pushed me to do hard things. They told me I could, and that was um, the biggest influence on me, of course, was my sister and then my best friend, Tiffany. I watched her on her running journey, and that was a huge inspiration, and I can remember plenty of times looking outside and seeing her run and being like, God, I could never do that. Like, I do not see how she does that. And then a couple of months later, here I am out there doing the same thing. And it was just, um, it took time for sure. Your community. The community is is what pushed me. But it it took time for me to form that habit. I, I did not get out there and love it first off but I knew that I had a goal to just finish my first 5k I just wanted to be able to run 
the entire time. That was my first goal. Okay, so what did your stair steps of goals look like from not being able to run? Well, I remember your very first run, you sending me screenshots of the treadmill. Like, I ran for one minute. I ran for three minutes. So, what did your stair step of goals look like? If somebody is out there right now going, you know, I'm not a runner, but I want that. I want that change in my life. What would you say... Like, what advice would you give somebody that was just starting out or has this limiting belief that they are not a runner? At first, my goals, of course, were um, just to be able to run for half a mile. And then I would up it every time I ran a tenth of a mile. So I would just set myself small goals. But after I ran a full 3.1 without stopping, uh, I got my time. So after I had that first 5K time, every time I ran, I had to do at least 3.1 miles and I had to beat my time. So that was what kept me going was the challenge within myself. Awesome. Okay, so did you give yourself grace in those moments where you felt like you needed to walk or um, were you really hard on yourself? What what did the downtime look like? Because, you know, in running, in fitness, in life, every goal that you set, you have, you have times that just kind of suck. So how did you handle those being so competitive with yourself? With everything, you're going to have good days and bad days. And whenever I have my bad days, um, reaching out to my circle is the things that got me through and them saying that's okay that's still great at least you're doing it and I've seen something on Pinterest many a times so my favorite quote that I found that helps so much it says no matter how slow you go you are still lapping everyone on the couch and so I just had to realize that the fact that I was still up and doing it and up and running that was still progress from what I was doing before. And so having um, that circle behind me and pushing me and telling me that you're still doing great, keep going, even on days where bad runs suck, you were still running and trying to achieve your main goal. Awesome. I love that. So when did you feel like you really could do this hard thing? Like, Do you remember a moment in time where you were like, man, I really can do this. I feel like um, after my second 5K, I did feel like I was actually a runner then. Um, I had completed two 5Ks, and then I went and did my third 5K actually by myself. I I, re- I did not really know anyone there. Um, I knew a few acquaintances. So it takes commitment right there. It, it really did. You know, I, it was cold. I could have backed out, but I didn't. I, did, I was determined that I was going to go and beat my time. And I did. Each 5K that I ran, I have beat my previous time. Um, but I have to say, the first time that I reached my distance goal was whenever I was like, okay, I I can do this. I can probably do a half marathon for sure. 
Like that, that's my goal for the end of the year. So we went from, I just need to, I need everybody to stop and realize that (laughs) in one sentence, we went from, okay, I ran three miles. Like I got this. I'm going to do a 5k to, I could probably just do a marathon in a few months. So (laughs) I didn't say marathon, (laughs) a half marathon. But do you see that wheel and that determination? Like that is, that's pretty powerful right there. So does that come naturally to you? Are you a naturally motivated person kind of I mean yes I'm motivated to I feel like I can be motivating to others or are you more disciplined I'm, I'm very disciplined when I I'm very disciplined whenever it comes to myself because if I give myself a challenge I am not going to cheat I'm going to abide by my rules that I have set for myself and that's just going to be it I love it that's so awesome I think discipline discipline really shows up every day and you aren't always motivated every single day but you can be disciplined every single day and that's a choice and that's pretty powerful um pretty powerful comment there so the last thing is what piece of advice would you give to someone that was just starting out or just overcoming this mental process of i can't do and they're turning that into well maybe i can do what would you tell those people that are just starting out on this mental journey? I would say that 90% of any kind of new habit that you form is going to be mental. The physical part is hard, but the mental part is harder. So once you can get past getting up, doing what you want to do, if it's fitness, if it's going to school, Um, you know, anything like that. It can apply to so many things. Once you get past that fear, you can do it. Just keep pushing yourself and find the circle of friends that will keep pushing you too because you're always going to need someone to back you up. If you have someone dragging you down, it's going to be harder for you to get up and make that move. I love it. I agree totally. So what I'm hearing from you is it's a heart, it's a mind, it's a physical it's a mental and it's a circle. Like it's all these things in one. You have to make the mental decision to do the physical action. And you have to have strong community behind you letting you know that you can do these things. And on your bad days, don't feel like you you feel defeated. Text that person. Let them know you're having a bad day. Let someone else build you up. Because we can pour into others, but we also need others to pour into us. That has, this has been awesome. And just so you know, we did not rehearse this. I texted <laughs> Jonna a few hours ago and said, hey, record a podcast with me. I, like, I'm so proud of you and you should be proud of yourself too. Let's talk about overcoming limiting beliefs. And when I got here, I said, let's sit down and practice. And she said, no, we're just going to do this. And here we are. This has been such an awesome podcast. Uh, I hope that you have enjoyed it as much as I have. Jonna, thank you so much. There is no better person on this earth that I would rather have as my very first interview. So you can find Jonna on Facebook and on Instagram at Jonna Johnson. And on Instagram, she is... I don't even remember. Jonna Johnson hair artist. <laughs> yep, there you go. Jonna Johnson hair artist. Okay, so go give her a follow. She is an amazing beautician. She didn't give herself enough credit there. And um, 
she's my sister, and I'm so very proud to call her mine. Thanks for hanging out with us today here on the Blessed and Obsessed podcast. We can't wait to be back in your earbuds next week.